the wrong moves and cover-ups. This is what's going on right now, not only in our government of the United States, but also in the sports world. And it's causing a massive ripple effect. And people's lives are at stake because of this. When will someone actually stand up and tell the truth? This is where we're at as a nation, and this is a problem. Welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and yes, that is exactly what we are going to be talking about today. These lies and cover-ups that are going on right now as we speak. And there are two major stories that maybe some of you have heard about. One is very massive, at least in the sports world, and the other is even bigger. But there's not a lot of people who are truly listening and watching what is going on. And so I I just got to talk about both of them. So I know it's been a while since I done an episode, but I'm trying to let people get caught up on all the episodes that were done previously. And I'm hoping everyone has now caught up on all the episodes. And if you haven't, then uh, just, just, you know, find the time to catch up. So this first thing I want to talk about is something that is very dear to, to me, and it deals with concussions. A massive concussion happened Over this past week, this past Thursday, that I might add, and it happened during an NFL game. Yes, an NFL game. That's, you know, because anyone who's heard or who has heard this podcast knows that we talk about sports, but in a different way. So, what happened? Well, on Thursday, Tua Tunga Vailoa who is the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins were playing the Cincinnati Bengals. And a nasty, and I mean it was a nasty, vicious hit. Legal, but it was still nasty. Everybody knows football can be very vicious. And this hit just wiped their starting quarterback out. And while I was watching this live, if anyone who was around knew exactly how I felt. Not only just that, but they heard me yell, my wife heard me yell, pointing at the TV, saying, this dude, Tua Tungabailoa, is having a seizure on the field. He's having a seizure on the field, and that is exactly what he was having. He got hit so hard, his head hit the back of the field, bounced off the field, and he had a seizure. And I don't care what anyone else will say. Well, the proof is not out and all this other junk of what he truly have. Yes, we know it was a concussion. It was a neurological issue that he had. Stop the BS. It was a seizure. That's exactly what he had. He got hit so hard, he had a seizure on the field. This happened this past Thursday. I I need people to understand this. Today, it's Sunday, it's October 2nd, and this past Thursday, this hit happened. But that's not where the problem actually starts. The problem starts on the past Sunday, last Sunday, when the Miami Dolphins played the Buffalo Bills. And Tua Tungabailoa 
got hit during that game too. He got hit. He went down. Same thing happened. The back of his head snapped back and hit the turf. And when he got up, he shook his head, took a couple of steps, and fell to the ground. He tried to get back up, and he succeeded on getting back up, and he shook his head again. He tried to jog back to the huddle, and he fell again. They took him off the field to go through the concussion protocol that the NFL has. And then... A few moments later, a few minutes later, I'm not going to, I don't know the exact time, but a few minutes later, he's back on the field playing in the fourth quarter again. And the report comes out saying, oh, he hurt his back and his ankle. Now, if this was true, then that is fine. However, there's an investigation going on saying that, in short, that the Miami Dolphins had a massive cover-up, and then they lied about what happened. Because the doctor wanted Tua Tungavailoa to get back out there. The team wanted him to get back out there. And there was pressure on this doctor so this player can get back out there so they can beat the Buffalo Bills, and they did. However, it came at a massive cost. They all went along with the... Injury report, he had a messed up ankle and his back was hurting him. However, somebody was lying. And in this cover-up, they didn't realize something. And it's a shameful thing because if anyone knows anything about a neurological injury, anybody knows anything about something like this, I do because I've had a few in my time. Not only have I had a few concussions, but now because of with multiple concussions stacked upon each other, I now suffer from MS, multiple sclerosis. I'm not going to go into full detail. I've done that in the past on previous episodes. And this is a massive problem. There was a doctor there who did not do his job because this doctor's job is not to help the team win. A doctor's job for a football team and for the NFL, for any team for that matter, their job is to not help the team win. Their job is to tell the truth and make sure that that player is not in competition with the worst enemy. And it's not, it's not the other team that, that's actually the player's worst enemy. A player who's very competitive, his worst enemy is himself. So that doctor has to step in because that player, it's an automatic, it's an automatic thing that comes out of any competitive player's mouth. Are you okay? Yes. Do you think you can play? Yes, I can play. It's going to, they're always going to say that. So that doctor has to step in and say, you are not playing. The doctor's job is the player's safety, not the team to win. His job is to make sure players stay safe. And he protects players even against themselves so they don't get back out on the field and get hurt even worse. However, this doctor makes a fabricated injury report saying he hurt his back. And then on top of that, four days later, he gets back on the field and has a massive injury. This is a problem massive problem. I hope he has 
people around him who's going to tell him the truth. Because after an injury like that, that what I saw on the field, he shouldn't play for the rest of this year. I'm being 100% honest. He should not step on the field at the very least, never again this season. He needs this the rest of the year to help his body heal again. But if he goes to a real neurologist, sorry if I messed up that word, but if he goes to a real one, I'm pretty sure that doctor's going to tell him, you need to stop playing now. Because one more hit like this could end your life, could make you a vegetable for the rest of your life. You need to stop playing. However, that did not take place. So this past Thursday, he gets hit and has a massive seizure on the field. This is a problem that needs to be fixed. And everyone wants to talk about the concussion protocol. Maybe the NFL needs to do more things on the, on the concussion protocol. No, actually they don't. What they need to do is make sure doctors, all of these trainers, all of these in-house people, even, even private doctors, when they come over here, they do not lie that they have no interest on the outcome of the game, but their interest is the outcome of each and every individual who is playing the game to make sure that they stay safe. And then they go home safe. They come in safe. They leave safe. That's what the NFL needs to do. If they want to perfect this concussion protocol stuff, Find doctors who will tell the truth. Tell these owners who are pushing for wins. Tell these coaches who are pushing for wins. Tell these general managers who are pushing for wins to shut up. Be quiet. Maybe you might win the next game. Maybe you might still win this game. However, this player is not stepping back out on that field. Period. And if you have a problem with it, then there's going to be more consequences for you, not me. But like I said, this doctor for the Miami Dolphins, that did not happen. And honestly, in my opinion, he should be arrested. His license should be pulled and he should be never again to be able to practice medical or give medical advice to anybody. That's how serious this should be. That's how serious this should be taken. Because that man could have died on the field because a doctor did not tell the truth. You have a concussion as of right now. In my opinion, it needs to be longer, but, you know, I don't, I, I'm not going to get in there. But as of right now, if you have a concussion, they want you to stay away from the field for anywhere between 7 to 10 days at least. 7 to 10 days to a tongue of Iowa, that did not happen. Because the doctor said it was his back, not his head. Even though on that Sunday, anybody who was watching that play against the Buffalo Bills knew he had a concussion. But however, the doctor said it was his back. He got to go out there four days later just to have a seizure on the field. That is a problem, a massive problem. 
and anyone who was involved with that decision, who let it happen, in my opinion, they they should be facing jail time. That's just my opinion. It, it you you should not in any way try to cover something up, even if you make a mistake. You don't lie about it and then try to cover it up. You don't know when it's going to pop up its ugly face. So just tell the truth about it. This is what happened. That's all you got to do is just tell the truth about a situation, even if that situation is bad or someone doesn't like the outcome of it or someone doesn't want to hear this truth. It, it, it is what it is. The truth is going to be the truth, whether you want to hear it or not, whether if it hurts you or not, it's still the truth. Because if you tell the truth, that pain of the truth it's not going to last that long, but if you lie, it's going to linger and it's going to turn into something massively ugly. And that is what the Miami Dolphins right now, they're going to be facing. And this is not going to go away overnight. This is not going to go away in a week or two. It's not going to go away in a month. It's going to last as long as Tua Tonga Vailoa is playing for that team that they are playing. He is playing in the NFL. As long as he is playing, it's going to last. Let's be honest, there is no way, and I mean no way, any contact sport that deals with violence, a violent sport, people banging each other's head against whatever, any contact sport of any kind, there is no way you're going to stop concussions 100%. That's not going to happen. So. Thinking that you're going to be able to do that, it's not going to happen. So you have to be 100% transparent. You have to be honest, not just the doctor, but also these players. They have to know the honest, the honesty of what can happen. You get a concussion, just even one will have lifelong effects on you. You may not feel it right now. You may not. You may or may not. It's it, it just how it goes. But later on down the line, you're going to feel it. You're going to know it and you're going to need true help. So if a person has a concussion and if a person just seems like they need to go to concussion protocol, they need to at the very least, change this timing. If you go into concussion protocol and we take you off the field and just to check you out to make sure if you may or may not have a concussion, let's just leave it at this. If, if I was the NFL, this is what I would do. You go to concussion protocol, you are going to be out for at least one full week. That includes the very next game, too. Because your health, your safety is more important. See, the NFL thinks they had this all under control, but they didn't. Not only that, not even college has this under control. Saturday, there is multiple games, and I mean multiple games yesterday, where people were get, being carted off the field. Due to a concussion, to a massive hit, 
one of the more scarier ones that I saw. And this was, and it blew my mind when it happened. Not just the hit, but again, a a, a medical assistant or a doctor or a trainer, somebody, whoever this guy was, made a bad move. At least to me, it was horrible. It was the Texas game. Texas and West Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, yeah, I believe it was the Texas and West. Like I said, there was a bunch of them. There was a someone got carted off the field due to concussion during the TCU game. Someone gets carted off the field during the Texas game. And if I'm not mistaken, it was the Texas and West Virginia game where this guy gets carted off the field. If I'm not mistaken, it was either the Texas or the TCU game. Check them both out. You'll see them both. But he gets carted off the field. And as he's getting carted off the field, the man's not moving at all. If I'm not mistaken, he he was still unconscious. And they're carting him off the field. And as they cart him off the field, the medical assistant who's riding along with them slightly moves the man's hand and helps him. If I don't know if he wanted his hand, his thumb to go up to say he's okay, but the medical assistant moves the man's arm and gets his hand into a thumb-up position as they're carting off the field, thinking that cameras aren't going to pick that up. I get people in the stands, they probably didn't see it. All they see is the guy's thumb give a thumb up, thinking, saying he's okay. But the man did not move his own arm. But yet you want him to sit here and make people think that he is okay, that he's the one doing the thumbs up? He's not moving. Why are you going to... Put that out there, acting like he is okay. The man is still, more than likely, he was still unconscious. Why? You're making it seem like it's something not that bad when you do that. This is seriousness. And these medical assistants, these doctors, they don't understand it, at least from what I'm seeing. They're not understanding this stuff. Horrible. That's what that is. It's bad enough that this guy is having to go through this massive injury but then this doctor or medical assistant wants to make it look like it's okay basically the same type of deal that the miami dolphins doctor said it's just his back it ain't that big of a deal that's a lie it's probably why you lost your job like i i don't understand this and that guy who who moved that man's arm to make it look like he's giving a thumbs up should probably lose his job too you don't do things like that If he can't move his arm, he can't move his arm. Be honest with the player. Well, I did it because I didn't want people in the crowd to freak out, so I just wanted them to. I don't care what you wanted. If they're going to freak out, they're going to freak out. Let them see the honest truth about it. It's a problem. It is a massive problem. Concussion protocol, that might be the, it, it might be really good, but yet you still have the the element of human, not just human error, but human stupidity that goes along with it. That is the part you're going to have to fix. You cannot have medical assistants, doctors, trainers, whoever who's supposed to be helping these players make stupid and just boneheaded decisions or basic lies. So these players get back out sooner than they should. 
That is what's happening in the sports world when it comes to football. And I am guarantee you, if you heard the, some of my past episodes when I talked about this stuff, it's happening in a bunch of other sports, too, that deal with contact sports, wrestling, UFC, MMA, hockey, rugby, you name it. They're doing it. They're dealing with it. And some of these doctors are doing that type of stupidity work, laziness. That's what that is. Now, let's switch gears a little bit, still somewhat staying on this topic of cover-up and lies, and we're going to take this to, we all know it, we all, we're all seeing it for ourselves, but yet it's still being covered up, people are still lying about it, let's, let's take this to this Ukraine war, Putin. Jeez, Louise and Zelensky, oh my goodness, and Biden and NATO and all of these guys trying to do this massive cover-up of what's going on in Ukraine. Let's first start with what our media over here on the western part of the world is telling everybody. However, it's all lies. And that's what's getting, that's, that's, the, that's the part that's like blowing my mind it's all lies you're sitting here saying ukraine is winning this war however the entire eastern region the donbass region has been taken over to the point to where they are they voted for the eastern donbass region for these there's four areas the leaders of these four areas were literally on stage on stage with putin as they cast these votes to be annexed to russia these leaders were quote unquote still ukrainian people they were already basically they're like governors or whatever in ukraine for the eastern donbass region and they are all Base, they, they're, they're high five, shaking hands, high fiving Putin. Like Putin won this part already, but yet over here, what they are feeding us, our media, is that Ukraine is winning this war. That is far from the truth. They're not. They keep talking about how many Russian soldiers have died, which is partly true. There's a lot, yes. But how many Ukrainian soldiers have died? Has anyone cared to ask that question or to get that number? I can tell you. I, I, I can tell you. Ukraine walked in with just over 150,000 soldiers. And out of that 150,000, just over, let's just call it 160. Out of that, there's only 57,000 soldiers left. To the point to where they are doing everything they can to just get somebody to pick up a gun. Not just that, <laughs> but a lot of these citizens, their lives are being threatened. Not by Russia, not by Russia, but also by Ukraine. Mainly by Ukraine. If they don't go out and fight, they kill them themselves. So they're killing their own citizens, the military's basically gone, 
and yet we're still sending billions upon billions upon billions of dollars to Ukraine, and we don't know where this money's going. That's the amazing part. Or they do and they don't care. That's that's my that's my my mind is completely blown out of all of this. If Russia was losing this war, the Donbass region would have not ever been taken over. However, it has. Russia has annexed the Donbass region. But yet our media is acting like it never happened. And here's the other part. This part they are saying. Zelensky and Ukraine, they have put in an application to be a part of NATO. You see, Zelensky did this right after the Donbass region. And I want to say it was about 10 minutes after the Donbass region had their vote. They voted to be part of Russia. Russia annexed that entire region. And then Putin made his speech. In short, his speech said, if anybody, I don't care who you are, comes to the Donbass region, which is now Russia, and they try to march on Russia, that includes this eastern region, they will meet the full force of Russia. And then, 10 minutes after that speech, Zelensky puts in an application to join NATO. Here's my question. (laughs) Here's my question. Because all up until now, Zelensky has trashed NATO, and he has said he will never let Ukraine be a part of a of an organization who shows how wussified they are, who shows how scared they are, and he has trashed NATO, has said the worst things about him, and then all of a sudden, he now wants to be a part of NATO. Why? That's my question. Is it because if he becomes a part of NATO, he can march onto the Donbass region? And because NATO has this wonderful thing, an attack on any state of NATO is like an attack on all of NATO. And all of NATO will will go at you. That includes the United States. They will fight a war. This is on the hills after this vote for the Donbass region to be part of Russia. And they voted to be part of Russia. The citizens made this vote. Not just the citizens. The leaders for these four spots. And they were all loving how the outcome was. And the outcome was we want to be part of Russia. So now they are a part of Russia. And now Zelensky is saying I want to be a part of NATO. The question should be why. That's what people should be asking. I can give you that answer right now. If you want to know, keep just keep listening because I want to tell you this answer of why right now. Because he has a plan in place and his plan is to march on Russia. He is planning to march on Russia. He knows he doesn't have the military because most of Ukraine's military, they're just gone dead or can't fight because they lost limbs or whatever 
casualties. So he needs another military, a massive military who has nukes, who have nukes. That's the United States. That's NATO. It's all of the allies that make of NATO. His goal is to get NATO to march on Russia. That is his goal. And I don't know if people understand this. Because, again, they are not telling you what's going on. During this war, we all know a little bit about what happened in Taiwan. And anyone that I've had a personal conversation with, I've told this to them. I said exactly this. They are, they are building a massive, China is, a massive Navy fleet. So far from the last I heard, was it was well into the hundreds of naval fleets surrounding and moving about Taiwan. That is too much power for a island to tell them you are part of China. Sorry, but you're part of China. That's too much. And everyone, a lot of people are just telling me, oh, it's just a show of force. No, that's not for them. That's not for them. And at the same time, Russia was building up. They are building up. <laughs> they're, they're building up this massive aircraft fleets at these, at these airports, these military airports. They're building, it's well into the 500s, last I heard of aircraft being ready to fight they're getting ready that is way too much for ukraine you think that's for ukraine no that's not for ukraine see they're not telling you that that is part of the reason why they were talking about or why some of the media was saying well these airports for the military for russia they're being blown up because the United States knew that they're building a massive like a massive military aircraft fleet of everything. Russia is, if I'm not using the correct lingo, whatever. You know what I'm saying. And then, after this, after the votes, or right before the vote, guess what pieces start to move about? All of a sudden... All of a sudden, there are a bunch of naval ships with planes on them. Hmm. 100 miles away from the coast of Alaska. Now, for anyone who knows anything about the military, 100 miles is really not that far. Basically, in military talk, 100 miles is your next door neighbor. There are naval ships with planes ready. 100 miles off the coast of Alaska, both China and Russia, sitting at that line. My question is why? What is going on? What are they getting prepared for? Not to mention, and I've said this in previous episodes, Belarus is building up their own army on their southern border, Ukraine's northern border. And they're building it up to march south into Ukraine. Not just that, North Korea sent 100,000 troops to Russia 
and no one knows where they are. Why? First off, where are where'd they go? A hundred thousand military troops from North Korea was sent to Russia. Why? Are what is no are there no real journalists out there? What is going on? What are the enemies of the United States, the people that hate the United States? What are they actually doing? What are they preparing themselves for that the United States government is not willing to prepare for? Or, I'm just going to say it like it is, is the government, the Biden administration, I will say it, the Biden administration, are they committing treason? Have they traded in the United States and the citizens for something else? Because there's nothing that really makes sense about this. There's a lot of cover-up and a lot of lies being told. That is what's going on. And there's billions of billions of dollars being funneled to Ukraine that is being lost. There's hundreds, thousands of military artillery of equipment being funneled to Ukraine that's disappearing. We don't know where it's at. What is going on and why? Like it's not this is not rocket science. Something is going on behind the closed doors. Yet they want the people of the United States to do what? Let's fight amongst ourselves. Let's get them to put up their fisticuffs and fight amongst themselves about Roe v. Wade, about all of this other stuff that means absolutely nothing because the people that really hate us is about to march on our doorstep and blow us to smithereens. That's what's about to happen. That's not what they're going to tell you, though. Even though there was a little bit that they've already said. They said a little too much. Don't talk about it. Don't ask why you got nuked in New York. Don't ask why. Just know what happened. That's y'all's commercial that y'all got. The big one just happened. This is how you're going to survive. Excuse me. No. If you got nuked, tell me who's going to survive that. And and, Nah. That ain't going to happen. How about you tell me right now why New York might get nuked? Tell me that. Tell me, should I prepare myself? Should everyone in New York prepare themselves to get the, basically get the hell out of New York and find another spot to live? Tell them that. Tell them the truth. Don't cover up lies and say little sweet and beautiful things that are sweet and lovely to my ears so I don't prepare for what's about to come. What's about to come. Lies and cover-up. Lies and cover-up. It happened in the NFL with Tua Tungavailoa. Just four days later, because of those lies and cover-ups, something worse happened on his very next game four days later. He got hit and had a seizure on the field. Thank God he did not die. So with our government, 
Tell me, tell me what is going to happen because of their lies and cover-ups. Their lies and cover-ups will cost us. It's going to cost us. And the sad part is we're all just eating it up like it's candy. We're all just making the biggest divide in our country that we've seen since the Civil War because of lies and cover-ups. We have a president who literally basically took a speech. I'm not saying he took word for word this speech, but he basically took said the exact same words of a Hitler speech and replaced the words of saying, instead of saying Jews, he replaced them by saying MAGA. Those MAGA people. I'm, I'm all you got to do is listen, open your ears, open your eyes and stop trying to hate somebody or dislike somebody just because of their political party. Let me tell you something, everyone that's out there. Let me tell you something. And this is very, very important. Let the alarms go off, at least in your head. Let them go off. Because when you see one political party starting to do everything they can to put in jail the other political party to weaponize the Justice Department to put the other party in jail, you are no longer in a democracy. That is called socialism. That's what that's called. And if you Go through your history and study socialism. It's the stepping stones, the foundation for fascism, Marxism, and then eventually a dictatorship. And along the way of these stepping stones, a lot of people die. I don't, I'm not talking about from other countries. I'm talking about from inside your own country. A lot of people start hating one another neighbors start trying to kill one another over this stuff a lot of people die and next thing you know you have the third reich nazi germany that is the next thing you know you got to be careful once you start seeing a political party do everything they can to throw another party in jail if what they did was so horrific. The Justice Department doesn't need politicians to push them to uphold the law. No, they will do it themselves because that's their job. And if they don't, then they need to be fired for it. But let the Justice Department take care of that. Don't let the political rivalry try to do it themselves. Because what's going to happen is a lot of people are going to end up dead. And that's exactly where we're headed for the inside troubles of this nation. Just to get marched upon by the outside forces who want this nation to be blown to smithereens. That's what's about to happen to the United States. I'm sorry if you don't like what I'm saying. It's just truth. It's fact. This isn't fiction. 
Everyone out there who wants to say you can't blow up the United States, you're, you're living in a fantasy world. And people, you need to start waking up to the fact that there are people out there that are even inside your own country, inside your own government, at the very top of our government, who want to destroy this nation and for what it stands for. I ask you, are you blinded? I ask you, I ask you. Are you eating up? Are you eating it all up? The cover-up and the lies. Thank you for listening to the Island Podcast. I want to do everything I can to put out more episodes, but I can't just talk like a lot of other people do. I can't do that. I, I, I need to get proof. I do a lot of research. I do a lot of things to look things up so you know that I am not just coming at you with just some talk jargon that means absolutely nothing that's my opinion no i'm not giving you that i'm giving you factual evidence everything that i've said you can find it yourself you can look it up yourself if you decide to do so some of people there's some people out there and i've gotten these messages there's some people out there they just they, they literally say i'm going to let the people who look this stuff up that's their job they're the experts. I'm just going to listen to the experts. Not thinking that some of these experts don't really give two rats asses about you. And they're going to lie to you, to your face. And when it all goes to haywire, they'll be safe while you are sitting there in fire and smoke. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. And I'm going to say, when I'm done, you can find this for yourself. So, until the next time I say I do. I will see you in the meantime. You will hear me again very soon. And thank you for listening to The Island Podcast. And again, I am your host, Alvis Samuel.